Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com for Saturday, January 30th at Gulfstream Park. They have a derby prep on the card there, the Grade 3 Holy Bull. That's part of their late pick four, which features three graded stakes races. So we'll jump in in the ninth race. Tom Leach here along with Jim Goodman from Keeneland as we take a look at the Grade 3 forward gal for three-year-old fillies going seven furlongs. You've got a Pletcher horse in here, Zagel, that's going to be a big favorite off that performance uh, last time out. Uh, can you beat her? Yeah, I think she should be as well. It's, it's seven furlongs again. She's not stretching out yet. Uh, 75 buyer is extremely strong for a uh, a debuting. Uh, she was two at that time in December, uh, debuting Philly. And so she won by seven and a quarter that day. And 10 horse field, too, as a big field for uh, a young Philly race. So I think uh, she's going to be a deserving favorite here, and you've got to use her. Um the other only other horse I like in here, really, I thought three tipsy chicks may make a move, may move up from that Churchill win. Finally broke her maiden in her third try last time for Ian Wilkes, uh, but her numbers don't match up very well at all with a couple of the horses that are here. So the other horse that I went to was a horse that actually is eight, eight to one in the morning line, but I don't think she's going to go off that 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 far. Uh, she won the. Uh, um, $75,000 stakes race at Gulfstream last time out. Competitive speed for uh, Javier Gonzalez. The three horses, eight to one, uh, has won three in a row and won that race by three. Uh, compact field, but got a nice buyer of 77. And I love this pro- buyer progression that she's got on her sheet, 26 to 51 to 65 to 77, as she stretched out from six furlongs to six and a half. She goes another uh, half furlong here. I don't think that'll be a problem. Uh, is she as good as Zagel? Uh, possibly not, but uh, she's got experience. This is her fifth start. So when we get to pick four, I'm going to stick with just those two. Three Tipsy Chicks had a nice workout at uh, Palm Meadows last out, so uh, that would be my third choice in here. So I would go 7-3-2 uh, if I were picking. I uh, ended up on competitive speed just because of the, the three straight wins and uh, improving buyers. And I thought if if there's anybody that could beat this Pletcher filly, it would be that one. So I'm going to just go too deep when we get to the pick four. Uh, three ticks, three tipsy chicks, chicks is the other one I liked as well. Uh, Coach Jers Joy uh, with Irad Ortiz and Safi Joseph. That's a pretty good combination. So you could you know include that one if you want to go deeper. But um, I'm going to go just too deep and take competitive speed and Zal Gel. The 10th race is the grade three sweetest chant. They'll go a mile on the turf. These are also three-year-old fillies. And I ended up going for a a Chad Brown uh, maiden-breaking winner, Domain Expertise. Um, Big improvement in the race off a layoff for Chad Brown. So I'm thinking maybe the light bulb came on for this one. Uh, And, you know, from the Chad Brown barn, that gives you a little added confidence to to take a shot here with a maiden breaker and a stake. Uh, White Frost had a big improvement in the turf debut for the Bill Mott barn. Mott's barn's been doing well at the meet, and I like horses that wake up when they move to the grass, so uh, I like that one's shot in here, as chances in here. Honey Pants and Cunlima are the other two. I'd, uh, even though Cunlima won last time, I think I'd give the edge to Honey Pants. Uh, she had a little bit more of a, of a tough trip than uh, Kalima did in that last race. But I'll take all four of those when we get to the pick four. But the Chad Brown domain expertise for me, number six. How about you? 
I like the other three that you mentioned, and, and I would pick White Frost in here. I like the fact that uh, when they when Mott switched her to the turf uh, at, no, at Aqueduct last November, she really woke up and uh, she didn't get a lot of support at the window. She went off at seven to one, but she won fairly easily. Uh, I, I like the fact that 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 seventy nine buyer came that came back strong, and you, she should move forward in her second race on the turf. I'm going to use Conlima for Pletcher and Honey Pants uh, for Clement. Both of them come out of the same race, and I agree that, that uh, Honey Pants had a tough trip there. It was actually the three to two favorite there over Conlima. So uh, go back to that um, uh, previous stakes race at Aqueduct, and she looks like she's going to be right there with 84 buyer. Uh, so I think I'm going to stick with those three. I'm not going to use the Chad Brown. Uh, I thought the uh, she she took three turf tries to get her first win they did lay her off and then obviously she's a three-year-old developing so there's she wouldn't be a surprise but uh, my ticket gets more expensive at the end so i only use three of them uh one horse i want to mention in here just as a aside it's kind of ironic that graham motion one of the most liberal horse trainers anywhere politically is training a horse named candace o named after candace owens so uh, i just thought he made a comment about that though somebody made a comment about it on twitter when she broke her maiden Back in December, that that was uh, ironic that Candace O was trained by Ground Motion. <laughs> interesting twist. Don't know how that yeah. factors into the handicapping, but it's an interesting new nugget. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she fits in this race. I think she's taking a big step up. Let's go to the Grade Three Holy Bull. It's the eleventh race for three-year-olds going a mile and a sixteenth. Uh, you got a couple of uh, nice uh, maiden-breaking winners for Pletcher. Got a uh, highly regarded Shug McGahee horse in here. Where did you land? Yeah, I was, it was, it's hard to separate the Sug McGahee horse, greatest honor, and prime factor of the Pletcher. Prime factor uh, broke his maiden at Gulfstream uh, with an 85 buyer, won by eight and three quarters uh, back in December, December 12th. And uh, obviously, moves forward from that, he's going to be tough to handle. Uh, Shook's horse is more, uh, is more seasoned with four starts and uh, nothing worse than third. Uh, Ortiz, the two Ortiz brothers, they're going to be. They could be very well one-two here. That's the obvious choice when you get to handicapping. The other horse that I that I would use in here uh, is sitting on go. Dale Roman uh, broke the maiden with this horse at Ellis Park and came back and won the Iroquois uh, in September. And uh, you know, he's probably one of the top uh, two-year-old prospects. And then runs the big Breeders' Cup Juvenile at nine to one and never got in the race. Um, drawn outside, just just didn't fire. And I don't know if he doesn't like the long distance. He maybe he's going to be a sprinter, but uh, in, in the Kentucky Jockey Club, he didn't fire as well. So I, I might be taking a shot here, but I, on a on a bigger ticket, I would put sitting on go here just in case. Dale's got him back to the form that he ran at Churchill back in September. So probably going to stick with two here, but. Uh, Sitting on go would probably be my third choice. Yeah, I ended up taking uh, sitting on go. Um, Pletcher's got two in here, prime factor and amount, and then Suge's got greatest honor. And they're all coming off maiden wins, and uh, prime factor and, and greatest honor had uh, nice buyer figures in breaking their maidens. But still, sitting on go has had a couple of uh, stakes tries, so a little more battle-tested. And I thought flashed a lot of talent in that win in the Iroquois last uh, fall at Churchill, got an 84 buyer. Now that was a one-turn mile, so maybe he's just going to be a, you know, seven furlong mile specialist. But the pedigree says that that uh, mile and a sixteenth certainly shouldn't be a problem. 
and I like the uh, series of several five furlong workouts to get this horse ready uh, by Romans off the layoff. So uh, I think you're going to get a little bit of a price here. So within the race, just to play this race, I'm going to try and take that price on sitting on go and use them with those other three uh, in uh, exactas. But I'll take all four of them when we get to the pick four. Uh, so that gets us to the 12th race, which is a 35K claimer, a mile on the turf for four-year-olds and up. And, uh, you know, no, no standouts there. So why don't you just give me your pick four ticket, Jim, and uh, then add in what you're going to do in the last leg. Okay. Um, well, the last leg is going to be an all for me. I, the last leg, is to me, is impossible. Uh, I liked Honey Won't uh, for Bill Mott. I like Tusk for uh, Taffy Joseph. If I were going thin, that's the two I would use, uh, especially Tusk. He's got some 97s and 94s uh, in his back back races, but hasn't hasn't run that well. They're dropping him out of a grade three to 35,000, which is not a good sign. So uh, those two would be the top picks in here. But I went through the race, and when I read Ortiz and um, his brother Jose are on 15 to one shots, and I'm not using them. I got to go off. So I, that's that's what I'm doing. So I'm backing out from there. Uh, I've got a $99 ticket. It's, it's expensive. But uh, I think in the, that last race, I just don't have a, a firm firm grasp on it. So I picked four ticket. I'm only going to use the two horses that I talked about in the uh, forward gal. And that's three and seven, competitive speed and Zygel. I'm going to use the three horses uh, in the Swedish Chance, two, four, five, Honey Pants, Con Lima, and White Frost. And then I am going to use those three horses that I talked about in the Holy Bull, Prime Factor the six, on his greatest honor the seven, and I'm going to use Sitting on Go the eight. So my pick four ticket is three seven, with two four five, with six seven eight, with all, and uh, that's a ninety nine dollar ticket. So uh, every horse you knock off in that last race saves you nine bucks. But I sure hate. I had a seventy two dollar ticket picked out, and I went ahead and added Ortiz in there, and it just got to be. Go ahead and take them all. That's my ticket. Yeah, we have uh, similar uh, tickets, but uh, structure just a little different. I took three seven in the first leg, and then uh, I added the Chad Brown horse I mentioned. So I've got two four five six in the second leg, and then uh, I added uh, sitting on go in the next leg. So I've got four six seven eight. So I'm just adding one horse in each of those second and third legs to the three you had, and then in the last race uh, because I made those other additions. Can't go all and keep the ticket affordable, so I'm going to make it an $80 ticket and go one, two, three, five, six. Uh, the top two that you liked were the same top two I liked. I think I had Tusk first and Honey Won't second, but those two. The last zip, I thought, on the class drop uh, for Mike Maker, only like the fourth start in the Maker barn. I thought that one was a little interesting. Troubling Moon seems to be in good form for Rusty Arnold, so I took that one. And then Dundalk, uh, speed and a good post position. Uh, down in the two hole. So I got one of the Ortiz brothers with the last zip. And uh, if you uh, want to add the other one, Mon- Monongahela, you can bump up the ticket a little bit. But uh, I just figured your trainer's not going to improve one off Shad Brown. So I left that one out. Uh, so I've got one, two, three, five, six to finish it up for an $80 ticket. It's an interesting uh, late pick four sequence and a chance to hit a couple of prices, I think. So hopefully you can uh, do that and uh, get a nice payoff and Uh, Maybe we'll all cash together. Hopefully, that'll be what we'll celebrate next week when we get back together for the next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.